Hello. Wow, it's been a hot minute since a new episode of this podcast aired. If you don't already know this about me, I am an expert procrastinator. I don't do anything in advance. Literally nothing. When I was in school, I was always the student who crammed to write an essay the night before it was due. Yep, that's me. And unfortunately, it still is. I'm learning to accept it, but it's been a long process. Anyway, I'm back. I got COVID. After two years of avoiding this awful, awful virus, it finally got the best of me. Thankfully, symptoms were pretty mild, and I was able to slowly get back on my feet within five or so days. Um, But unfortunately, energy levels are still pretty low, so I'm just trying to be as intentional about resting and slowing down as I possibly can. Are you ready to dive in? I'm actually super excited to bring this topic to you today. It's a little different than what I usually bring to the table, but I think a lot of you will actually relate to it and hopefully learn a thing or two from this episode. Hey teachers, my name is Adva Hanan and I am obsessed with everything early childhood education and supporting you through your teaching career. I help you feel supported, encouraged, and continue learning throughout your time inside and outside of the classroom. I'm an early childhood teacher who saw a huge gap in how early childhood educators were supported and guided throughout their classroom experience. Classroom management, teacher burnout, and distance learning are all topics we cover here, so get ready to learn, grow, and become the best teacher you've always dreamed of being. Let's make an impact together. Today I want to talk about the parents that seem to disregard their child's needs. And I'm not talking about their basic needs. I'm talking about their academic and learning needs. When we as teachers see a child struggling, we dive in headfirst to help them. We pull out any and all tools and resources we have that will hopefully help the child catch up without a need for further intervention. But if that doesn't work, we start to think about evaluations and what that child may need to continue to find success within the classroom and in the school as a whole. The kicker? When a child actually needs an evaluation, the parents need to give their consent. Not only that, the parent doesn't legally have to share any of the results within the evaluation with the school. Now let me preface this and say, that parents have every right to do as they think is right for their child. A teacher can state their concerns, but parents get to choose what the next steps will be. Unfortunately, those next steps may not be the next steps you would choose as the teacher. So how do you handle this? Number one, lean on support. Teaching has never been known to be in a quote, easy job. It, is, it can be grueling, and especially when a child that needs added support and his or her parents are struggling to see that. It's in times like these where your support system as a teacher is crucial. Support can offer you a place to vent, a place of understanding, a community. Community is something that I harp on all the time. If you've been listening to this podcast, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I harp on community all the time and the importance of a teacher community. I truly, truly believe it is impossible to get through teaching alone. 
A big part of teaching is collaboration, it's teamwork, it's professional learning communities, and it's so much more. We can't do any of those things by ourselves. We are always going to be a part of a team, whether or not we like it. But our team can also be our community, and that can serve as a way to get support. Number two, don't give up on the student. When parents aren't willing to see their child's needs or their struggles in schools, it can be really, really, really hard for us as teachers to come to terms with that because it can be frustrating for us. It can be emotionally taxing, but we have to remember that this child is still our student. This child is still struggling and we still need to do everything in our power to help him or her find success inside the classroom. <clears throat> now I have a story for you. Some of you may have heard this story before, but it relates to this very topic. In my third year of teaching, I had a student who was delayed. His parents were aware of it and had gotten him services that would continue both in school and out of school. Unfortunately, there was so much more that we weren't made aware of. The child had so many learned behaviors that made it close to impossible to run a classroom of 15 students. He needed someone watching him at all hours of the day, otherwise he'd run away. There were no limitations as to where he'd end up. This child could not function in a regular classroom, and his parents didn't want to see that. They kept asking us if we think he'd be ready to return the following school year. Not only that, they refused to get him evaluated any further. They didn't want to see that he wasn't just a, quote, typical two-year-old. He was a child who was giving us all the signs that he needed more help. Long story short, my heart hurt for this child. I personally never gave up on him. I never gave up on trying to be the teacher that he needed. I only did what I felt was best for him to be able to get through the rest of the school year. He wasn't able to come back to the school the following year and actually ended up in a school that was meant for kids with special needs where the class sizes were small, the teachers had the ability to be one-on-one -on -one with the students, and he got to thrive. That is why I'm emphasizing that you should never give up on the child. The child needs you to see him or her for who they are. The child needs you to keep supporting them in school, no matter what frustrations are occurring between you and the parents. Last but not least, number three, go back to your why. Think about the following questions. Why did you decide to teach in the first place? And why do you keep showing up every single day? Going back to your why will help to ground you in these difficult and frustrating situations. It will help to remind you why you keep coming back to the classroom, why you would never give up on a child who is struggling inside your classroom, no matter what the circumstances might be. This also happens to be a bonus inside of my brand new course, Become Your Own Classroom Guru. The link is in the show notes below to find out more. As always, thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. If you could share this episode with your teacher friends, leave a review, or just share the episode on Instagram and tag me at Shaping Little Minds Podcast, I love to connect with you guys. Keep learning, growing, and becoming your best teacher self. I am so proud of you. See you next time, teachers.